Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to r slash Entitled Parents. Now, in today's first post, an entitled mother decides to go on a diet. Everything all right there. The only problem being, she then limits what the rest of her family can eat and where they eat it. You can't eat that. I'm on a diet. So a little context. My mother, who's 50 years old, started a diet yesterday. She's on the slim fast diet, which I personally don't agree with. So yesterday I was working in my room, yay, uni work. So before I knew it, it was half one in the afternoon and I was hungry. So I put myself a garlic bread in. Context over. My mum though said to me, you better not be having a pizza for lunch. But I am, I replied. But I'm on a diet. You can't eat that in here. I stopped my boyfriend from eating his crisps in here earlier because it's not there. Meaning our living room. Fine, I'll eat in my room then. So I put my garlic bread in and waited for the timer to go off and then ate my garlic bread in my room. She was salty for the rest of the day. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Um, Your mum going on a diet is absolutely fine. But then limiting what everyone else in the house can do and how they live their lives. For example, not letting them eat where she can see you. That is way too far. I mean, sure, go on a diet, be healthy. That's a great thing. But, you know, negatively impacting other people's lives and stopping them from doing what they want because you're going on a diet and they're not. Yeah, that's a bit too far in my opinion. Moving on to our next post. Karen wants to rename my dog. So this is a bit of an inside joke with my family with this one for some context I have a dog named anya. Well one day when I was calling her inside when she was still a young puppy I said onion by mistake and she came running So it's kind of been a running joke in my family that we call her onion instead of anya. She responds to both This happened during christmas I was in petco with my dogs picking out toys for their christmas and getting some kitty litter A kid, maybe about 14 years old, came up and he was picking out a toy for his dog. He saw mine and asked if he could pet them. I didn't mind and let him pet my dogs. He asked their names and I say, Oh, the black one is Onion. I just let it slip out out of habit. And the black and white one is Pippin. Onion? That's a weird name for a dog, the kid said. Oh, did I say Onion? Uh, Her name is Anya. When she was a puppy, I called her Onion by mistake and it just became a running joke. Oh, that's really funny the kid says then we hear a clearing of a throat and karen appears she was nice at first and she asked about my dogs we just chat for a minute and then the kid tells her about how i call anya onion <laughs> why would you name a dog after a vegetable that is inappropriate well no you see her name is anya and i call her onion as a joke and what kind of name is anya wouldn't princess be better no anya is anya anyway i have to leave now have a good day no you will name your dog princess it's a good dog name well if you really want to do this her real name is anastasia which means brought back to life she was found in such a state you would have thought she was dead i thought the name to be more than appropriate so if you excuse me 
I turned back and Karen continued to whine about how princess was such a good name for my dog and how she deserves her more than I do because I named her a horrible Russian name. I paid for my things and left. The dog's been not harmed in the making of this post. Uh, yeah, another weird post there. I don't really get why this Karen is involved in the first place, but you know, in my opinion, Anya or even Onion, they're both way better names than Princess, yeah? That, that has got to be one of the worst names for a pet I've ever heard. It's just like screams entitlement, doesn't it? I mean, Anya's a great name. Anastasia, the meaning behind it is an amazing name. First of all, I mean, having your dog literally be saved from death. I mean, you've done that. That's an amazing thing. Then calling your dog Anastasia for the reason, you know, the meaning behind the name. Awesome name. Onion is another name that I actually really like. If you would just call your dog Onion. It's a cool name, right? No one calls their dog Onion. It's, it's an interesting one. It's out there. I love it. Princess is a terrible name. So definitely don't do that. Don't know why she's getting involved in the first place as Karen, but yeah, let's move on. Now moving on to our third post. Uncle burns every last bridge and spends the rest of his life alone. Just getting this out of the way first. This isn't my parents specifically, but there isn't exactly a dedicated place for entitled uncle posts. So anywho, my mum and uncle are both literal baby boomers, i.e. born in the 50s. I'm a zenial myself halfway between Gen X and Y, and have made some mistakes earlier on in life. I struggled through a narcotic addiction that basically consumed an entire decade of my life. And although I'm now 15 years clean, it never truly goes away. Like day to day, I don't have a problem, but if I saw a bottle of hydrocodone sitting out in the open unattended, it would take a serious force of will to not grab a couple just for old time's sake or whatever my justification de jour would be. It's god dang insidious, I tell you. Anyway, with that background info out of the way, my mum is pretty decent. She's kind of like a hippie in a way. But my uncle, on the other hand, is a full-blown right-wing lunatic. I'm talking parlor user, stop the steal, lock her up, build the wall, and so on and so on. But of course, we have to put up with him over the holidays. Partially because he's family, partially because he's got terminal cancer, and likely doesn't have more than a year to live. Unfortunately, for everyone around him, this expiration date has only emboldened him because he knows now that there can't really be any truly serious consequences for his actions. And he's become more and more concerned with simply getting his way than actually being correct. And after this most recent stunt, even being a decent human being seems to have gone out the window. We had a small gathering over Christmas at my mum's place. Nothing huge, just me, my mum, my uncle, and his wife. We have a pretty small family to begin with, and had COVID into the mix, yeah, we kept it simple. Things went pretty well. We had dinner, managed to avoid talking about politics, and as the evening wore on, we ended up sitting around the living room, drinking beer, and playing cards as we usually do. At some point, I got up to take a leak, and my uncle quickly gets up and says, Oh, hey, could I get in there first? Sure, no problem, he's the one with the weak bladder. He does his business, then, when it's my turn, I see it. On the bathroom counter- Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. 
encounter right out in the open my uncle's painkillers I can't even describe the wrestling match that went on in my head with the devil and the angel on opposite shoulders Just beating the living heck out of each other. Just one more. It's not like i'm fully relapsing, right? They just call it a slip and besides that butthole kind of has it coming doesn't he rallying against public health And now the only reason he even has treatment to prolong his life is due to medicare Blah blah blah. I went back and forth longer than I care to admit But in the end I grabbed the bottle unopened and handed it to my uncle in the living room I said something like hey you left these out. I figured you'd not want to lose them At that point he shakes out the pills into his hands and counts them Then he abruptly stands up and says, Ha! All there! See? I told you! And his wife has this shocked look and says, I told you not to do that! My god, what's wrong with you? I'm not going to try and recall a transcript of all that was said over the next half an hour, but it turns out he was recently arguing with his wife that addictions aren't real and it's all a personal choice. He used me as an example, saying that if I could beat it, anyone could, and that all these people hooked on heroin or meth are completely free to go and become millionaires anytime they want. It's just by choice they keep using. And he told her ahead of time that he could leave his pills out and I wouldn't take them, because addiction doesn't really exist, and I'd grown out of that phase. She told him not to, and he went and did it anyway, just so he could be right. He was completely willing to sacrifice me for his own petty arguments if he was wrong no skin off his back He could just claim ignorance while putting all the blame squarely on me for taking his drugs and being right He can sanctimoniously claim he knew all along that I wouldn't do it What he didn't account for was the fact that he just destroyed any benefit of the doubt We've been willing to give him up until that point My mum kicked him out but turned to his wife and said you can stay but he has to leave in the end they both left mainly because my uncle can't drive due to the pain meds and christmas ended up with just me and my mum her apologizing profusely and me trying to convince her that she didn't need to apologize because she wasn't the butthole at least next year he won't be around to f it up They aren't getting a divorce because there's not much point in divorcing a dead man walking But she's actually left him and is now living with her sister My uncle has burnt every bridge and now has to spend his twilight months completely alone And now that parlor's been shut down He doesn't even have his right-wing echo chamber to keep him company Kind of a sad end for a sad man But hey, at least he got to be right one last time, eh? Wow, uh, what an amazing story. I mean seriously well written and just a crazy experience an event that happened Honestly, i'm kind of lost for words of what i've just read there I would have thought that you know when you get a terminal illness and you realize that I don't have very long to live at all I would have thought that that would mean that you start, you know Being really generous and just being nice to people in general Rather than going the complete opposite way and trying to catch people out for faking an addiction to pain medication Honestly, your uncle is such a bemusing and and horrible character realistically It's just like why would you even go through all that? Why would you do that experiment to prove to your wife that you're right? Addiction is all a myth and people that are on the street could go and become billionaires and change their life around wherever they want Seriously when there are that many people that are openly clearly addicted to drugs Why would you think they'd all be lying? Uh, It's mental. It is mental. Like, does he just not realize that addiction is a thing? Oh, yeah, honestly, I don't really want to say this, but people like this, they are the ones that deserve to have the illnesses and die because what is the point in them even being on the planet?
It sounds harsh, but do you not kind of agree with me there? It's crazy. But it's just absolutely crazy. I've got to say, though, to you, OP, the way you handled that all was pretty incredible. Congratulations for being clean for 15 years. I mean, honestly, it does sound ridiculously hard to get clean. Addiction is real, by the way, clearly. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you still have problems day to day now, seeing open pain medication and really having that back and forth in your head after 15 years of being clean, that is just so obvious that addiction is, of course, real. It's like, why can't your uncle just chat to you and understand what you're going through? through each and every day despite being clean for 15 years it's still a daily struggle for you why is that so hard for him to do i don't know maybe it's just stubbornness and just being an absolute tool that that makes him be like this but yeah hopefully he dies soon sorry to say it but i hope he, i hope he just does Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of Entitled Parents. Really hope you have enjoyed it. That last uncle, my God, mental, mental, mental. If you want more like this, then check out my playlist of all my Entitled Parents videos. You can get some more cracking stories like this in that, in that whole playlist. There's loads of stuff in there. How many videos now? Tell me in the comments below. Over 420? Maybe, roughly. If you are new to my channel, please consider hitting the subscribe button and turn notifications on so you get notified each time I upload every single day. And with that being said, if you do that, you'll get notified tomorrow when I post at the same time. All right, see you then.